The Dental Brief is brought to you by Omni Premier Marketing and the amazing guests who bring wisdom and advice that you can put to use to take your business and practices to the next level. Find us on Facebook and join the conversation. Get ready to grow because we are kicking off the next episode in three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. I have with us back on the program today, second time guest. Glad to have you here. I'm going to do the introduction introduction in just a moment. But today's show, I think, is going to be uh, great for everyone. We're going to get uh, deep into data. Everybody loves that. I think a lot of people actually run for it, but you should certainly run towards it. With that little preview, let me go ahead and uh, make this introduction. I'll, and I'm going to Always struggle with your last name, even though it's not that hard. Mala Kondola. Did I That's say that correctly? Perfect. That is perfect. Thank you so much for, for, for letting me know I got that right, because it, it, I struggle with it, but it is easy. Ella, say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. Such pleasure to be here and have this enriching session together. Yeah, so it's going to be great. We're going to make data seem easier. You're going to make data sound um, easy today, but... First, just in a minute or less, kind of tell us uh, about your background a little bit. I know previous episode, we did, we did a deeper dive, but tell us a little bit how you got involved in dentistry and what you do. Of course, I am a dental hygienist for over almost 20 years or so, and my passion is science, patient education, and practice growth. And in dentistry, I was able to do and bring all those three aspects together, which is fantastic. And now I have the ability to shine my passion even more towards dental practices and help doctors and teams be profitable, be productive, align the teams and allow the teams to reach the vision for the practice together. Yeah. So your website, I'm just going to put that out there right now, is convergedental.com. I want to encourage the audience to go check it out and learn more. And then I want to just jump right into the subject of today's show. So I know a lot of dentists struggle with data. They don't like data. They don't know what it means. They don't want to understand it. It's not nearly as bad as it seems, but all of our minds work a little differently. And sometimes we can look at something and seem a little overwhelming. So why don't you tell me about the some of the calls that you get and the, answer, the, the questions that you answer for dentists in, in regards to data? So you're, you're 100% correct. There are certain percentage of dentists that are data-driven and numbers is their thing, and that's how they make the decisions for the practice to make it grow and go a certain direction, which is fantastic. That's the ultimate goal for every practice. But there's majority of dentists that are fearful of data, and it just brings on too much anxiety to even think about it. And we at Converge Dental, we just simplify it for them. We have practices that call, and when we actually share the data and visually show the doctors exactly where the practice is, it blows their mind because number one, it is an easy visual to see what is the health of the practice. And it's an easy visual to understand, okay, here are the areas that I need to pull the lever and make some corrections on the path to my vision versus just going through and doing it with a gut feeling. Maybe this is working, maybe it's not. I think I'm profitable and I'm not quite sure. So data is very important to monitor as far as the decision-making for the practice growth in general. So the, the farther behind you are on this, the more that you've ignored it, right? The more that you've had your head in the sand, the harder it is to get like started, the harder it is to really dive in and, and start to take a look. So if you're one of those people who's been kind of oblivious to what's going on numbers-wise, where do you start? What's the first thing that you would tell them to look at? So 
we evaluate where what software and what information the doctor has. A lot of times, dental software is designed for transactional purposes, right? It's not so much for getting information out. It's more of the information that's in there. So it's not real-time dashboards. It's reported reporting based on the past. So you have to execute the report, and then it's like the static copy of that of that report that expires as soon as you print it out, right? So the features might not be easy in the software to use or getting that information you want is not really what the report is giving you. So we encourage to look at the new technologies that are out there right now. So a more modern approach to make this easier for the dentist, especially the dentist that thinks that this is burdensome, to incorporate the new technology that's in that involves real-time data connection and interactive dashboards enabling you to like observe the trends as they happen in the practice this uh, direct access to information makes your practice numbers readily available and very easy to interpret um, so for example we work with a uh, da- uh, um, curve which is a software that has that capability already in the software. Or DI, for example, is another software that just plugs in into your software. So you don't have to have anybody creating your dashboards for you or or go through the challenges of printing the reports out all the time, which can be burdensome because you're spending time and then on printing and then you're spending time trying to figure out what all of those numbers mean. So. Right. To simplify it, the first step, if you have the capability of incorporating the new technology today, take advantage of all of those capabilities or availability to you to make it easier to see your numbers on daily basis right in front of your face. See the health of your practice in front of you on daily basis. This time, you are able to monitor the data that you have get an ideal direction of where the business is going and do course correct if need to be in any areas that need attention sooner than later. When you find yep. out, like, oh, I should have done this like a year ago. Well, with, with real-time dashboards in front of you, you are able to see where you are today real-time. That's, yep. that's an important aspect of, of modern technology that's incorporated into dentistry. Yep. If you were to only be able to look at one piece of data, assuming that data is accurate, right? And when I talk about accurate, you you touched on this for sure. Garbage in, garbage out, right? If you're not if you're not putting accurate information or even information in there, I see practices that their mm-hmm. data is so incomplete, it's not really useful. It doesn't really tell the whole story. But if it, if it is complete and you could look at one number to tell the overall health of a practice, if you only could look at one, what would that one number be? That is so challenging to answer, <laughs> but yeah. I, have, I will tell you the financial health of the practice, monitoring those key financial metrics will allow you to have an access of the overall financial health of the practice, right? So understanding right. the revenue, the expenses, the profit margins, it will help you uh, be more informed on making those financial decisions and planning for the future. So for example, if you want to monitor your total office production and the net production, so in this area of the PPOs that we most practices are participating in, it's important to know how much are you discounting your fees to third parties. So keep that percentage at, at or below about 15% of your total production. This will give you a better visibility of which insurance might not be worth keeping for the overall health of your practice. So right. 
that those are kind of KPIs when you want to keep in mind. Like we teach our our, our practices that we work with a, a list of things to monitor on daily basis, and for those practices again that the numbers are burdensome or it causes anxiety, bring in the whole team to do this together with you. Have a team member own a number. For example, in the hygiene department, you, the hygienist can monitor what is her open time for the day, right? How many, how many hours of the day did she not have a patient in her chair? That will give you visibility of the health of the hygiene department and how many patients are being rescheduled or scheduled for future appointments. Or tracking treatment acceptance versus treatment proposed versus treatment mm. accepted. Those numbers, your team can help you on daily basis monitor those KPIs so you can have an overall visual and see, are we doing well with our communication to transition the patient from proposing a treatment versus accepting a treatment? How are we doing with that health? How's the front office doing with communicating and presenting treatment plans, offering options for, for payment of treatment so patients are accepting treatment the day they were presented? So those are the KPIs that will help you see the growth of your practice. And again, course correct if need to be at the real time versus waiting towards the end or end of the year when you do your final printout of practice numbers. Right. Yeah. There's a there's a lot to unpack in, in what you just said in a lot of different areas. So one, we talked about insurance and discounts, right? It is possible. And I've seen this happen where a dentist that's booked out a few months, hygiene's booked out a few months, and they drop an insurance. It means they're not booked out as, as far in advance, but it also means there's more room for higher net patients yeah. to come into the practice. The, the patients that you, with the insurance that you drop, of course, you can convert them to an in-house plan or a cash or, or what have you, or maybe they leave and that's okay. <clears throat> um, but there's certainly that opportunity there. But on the case acceptance thing, you know, there's, there's always numbers when I ask dentists certain questions, like I ask them what their case acceptance rate is, I almost always get the identical answer. I'm not going to say what it is, but it's almost <laughs> always identical. And I'm like, how can this be, right? And I know that it's like they're guessing. They're just kind of going based off of what they're thinking and what have you. And, and oftentimes their case acceptance is, is much lower. And, and sometimes it's it's much higher than what they say it is. But if you're not measuring, you really have no idea. You're going just based on your feelings and your feelings lie, right? Our feelings always lie to yeah. us, it seems. So... We if Go I may really quick, I want to share, I, I, this yeah. is a great point you brought. It's important to know the industry benchmarks, but it's also important to understand where your practice stands and watch your trends. So if you started, just like if you have a goal and you started with that goal and you're monitoring the trend of treatment acceptance, for example, from today to three months, it's improving. That is fantastic. You don't need right. to compare yourself to industry benchmarks because everybody's every practice situation is different. You sure. need to be your own evaluator to see how are we doing? What does my team need to improve in this area? How can I support them to be leaders in this area so we can improve as a whole? Yep. I think that I think those benchmarks that you're talking about are comparing yourself to benchmarks. I think people throw out those numbers and they feel like their case ex acceptance number is the same as what the benchmark is. Like it feels like everybody always feels like they're the, they're like the medium that, right. They're not, you know, they're not below or above that. And I think we actually, and I don't, I don't think people do this across all yeah. businesses and start to kind of make up numbers in their head. Right. So it's, it's not on purpose, 
but it does happen. But the top 1% of the top 5% of practices, they, they do know their numbers, don't they? If you, if you run into a practice that is just everything is in line, they've got 500 amazing reviews, they've got a really healthy mix of patients, you know, they're booked out a healthy amount. They're, they usually know their numbers really well, don't they? You'll be surprised. <laughs> oh, you don't think so? Honestly, our experience has been maybe, I would say about three, maybe 5% of dentists cumulatively understand numbers, their practice numbers in and out. Mm -hmm. We'll ask them, they will deliver, they, they will tell you exactly where the practice stands. Majority of the practice owners do not know the true numbers. And I'll give you an example. We, we're currently working with a practice that he, the doctor, had an idea of where the practice is. He gets the profit and loss sheet from his accountant, which is fantastic. But once we broke down the numbers and the percentages and gave him a bigger overview of where the health of our practice is, his jaw dropped and he was he was astonished that he didn't have that view of detail to understand where he is. He truly right, right away saw this is exactly where I need to focus my attention to improve this area. This area is doing well, but how, how did I miss this, right? right? That's where the detail of attention is not there. And to go into the software and print all of these reports on daily basis, it's time consuming. And it, the pay, that the doctor doesn't have, the team doesn't have, the person who's, who's going to be printing this out. That's why we encourage doctors, look into the resource and, and the new technology that's available because those real-time dashboards are right in front of you. The software is already pulling the information out on daily, every 15-minute increments, I believe, and you are able to see the health of your practice right there and then at a glance. And that's yeah. what gives you the capability to mature your practice in the right direction without the headache or the burdensome of feeling numbers again, or I have to call my accountant again. This is a simpler, simplified way of managing the practice in the right direction. Right. I think it's a, it's, it, it, it clearly, I mean, it shows you where you should be putting your efforts yes. um, and, and, and where you should not be um, both. Right. So I think really without working any more in a, in a day um, without doing any more advertising or without changing your employees, it is possible to analyze data, look at it and actually find ways to have a better life. Better life to me is always freedom. The more freedom we have, I think the better we have to earn, of course, but you know, data, data doesn't lie. Right. As long as you have good data going in, the data coming out is, is going to tell you a really accurate story of what's going on. Let me kind of jump to this and I appreciate all the insight. If people want to take a deeper dive um, with you or a team member, kind of what does that look like? Um, how would they reach out, do a consultation, that sort of thing? Of course, you're more than welcome to go to our website, convergedental.com. Click on re to, to reach us or contact us. There's a we're giving out a free discovery session, 30 minutes. Just bring in your questions. See if we are the right fit for each other. See how we can help. Our goal is to get this information known for the doctors. And if it's not a commitment, it's an opportunity to discuss if the practice needs any support at this time or you got it. If you got yep. it, that's fantastic. And if you need support, we can guide you in the right direction. You can always contact me directly at ella at convergedental.com. And that's another way to, to start a communication. If we have a second, if I may, yeah, for those for doctors that are thinking about numbers but feel like it's it's burdensome and it creates anxiety within, simple steps. Number one, set a goal for yourself to get to the ability to get the new technology into your software. That's a long-term goal or a short-term goal, depending where your practice is. Right. Then 
once you have those goals, start with one target area. If you want to monitor one KPI, find out for yourself what is the, what it is, identify that and monitor that. Start the process. Monitoring uh, real time, again, will tell you where you stand and where you need to course correct. With that said, you need to have a process of adjustment in place. Meaning if you notice that the trends are going in the wrong direction, what is that course correct? What is your plan to make sure that you are able to, to change the course of what your practice or your team is doing at this point? So being right. prepared, is that is what data-driven decision-making means, that you're able to course correct because you have a plan in, in just in case, if you need to, you have a plan to execute and how to make the changes. And that's what we help our dentists is what does that plan look like? What does it mean that if you have this number that's going down or the trend is on the negative side, how do we course correct that? And they have all of those steps. But those are the steps to take if you are in a starting stage. Awesome. Ella, thank you so much for being here. ConvergeDental.com. I encourage our audience to check it out, reach out to you. And I want to thank you one more time, Ella. Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate your time. Of course. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me.